0: put the hold switch on.
1: This is the Machination Log for July 6th, 2016. Featuring David Paddock and Ben Watts. You so know
0: that's for, right? I have no idea what that's for. I've always used it for that. It means the buttons don't do anything. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's handy. And so you don't accidentally stop your recording. That seems totally reasonable. Yeah. What does that actually re- The mic. Oh, and then it complains about it saying hold. Okay. All right. All right, let's go to campus. Learn something old every day. So,
0: just a uh, fair warning for this podcast, um, I guess we'll, we'll introduce, I'm Ben, I'm here with Dave, or he's here with me. Yep. We're in Gainesville on the
1: 4th of July. I'm a guest for the Independence Day festivities at the, uh what's plug your architecture The
0: Kai Fraternity House. Woo. Which is really just a house that people live in, like a normal house, but yeah. associated
1: with this fraternity. No. So, uh. Yeah, we're doing, an on, we're doing an on location right now. We're just strolling around. It actually cooled down. Like. Yeah, instantaneously. We were about to do this inside, and it looks like that may have just been a tragic mistake. Yeah, this is,
0: this is so much better than staying in. Plus, we're not bothering the people trying to nap on my couch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 4th of July, also summer B, which is when the first round of freshmen show up. So, so Gainesville is in a state of, like, full hooliganism currently so any two weird looking guys walking around with mics on if
1: we get any if we get jeered at you'll know but i doubt it Most yeah people I are don't just know. this place i mean i guess maybe it's just because i come here when there are reasons for festivities but <clears throat> since leaving it seems to be more or less branded with hooliganism all the time so.
0: yeah yeah no it's that could be me though it's full of people well i mean especially this time of year it's full of all the new people are just, like, not really sure what it's about. And so they're trying too hard all the time, and they stick <laughs> out, like, sore thumbs. And it's, it's funny and sometimes annoying. But we were all there once.
1: Oh, so we're going to talk about who cares.
0: Yeah, I think... I, I, think like, I like that. Who cares is kind of a... It, I mean... It's a nice, I think,
1: broad, multivalent topic. I think sure, there's a lot to sure. work with there.
0: Yeah, I have, I have a lot of experience with... Uh, people caring and not caring um, i mean I, I had originally thought of this as a slightly more focused on i mean it, it sprung out of the the facebook maybe uh, thing effectively right that was the original impetus oh, for this topic no
1: this this topic has a couple of different origin points for me i mean one of them is that you know I did my resolution twenty seven cast where I talked about. How I am attempting to, in the vaguest terms possible, <clears throat> not suffer as my New Year resolution for the age twenty-seven yeah, going into I twenty-eight. Listen to that. Yeah. And there is there is um, a lot that comes along with that kind of reflection that comes into play when you look back through stuff that you've done and you try, and you. The question does come up a lot. You know who exactly cares about any of what you're doing. And the question isn't as nihilistic or existential maybe as you think it is at first blush, because the way we use who cares is usually in a form of apathy, where it's, right. it's, it's just uh... to blow off whatever's going on. But in reality, it's it's a question that's worth asking when you start getting into the minutiae of stuff that you don't want to do, is to determine whether or not it is actually contributing to something you want. Mm. Um, and this was this was actually more than anything was brought into relief by the um, by the Pulse shooting okay. because at, because at moments of tragedy all the little stuff disappears right and for some reason it all comes back all Wait, almost tragically to you know. too soon right after you know it takes a week of mourning and then we're back to all the random little shit and we constantly get down on ourselves for not being more noble that way um, but we. We, we don't maintain it for some reason.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, for something like the pulse shooting, it's both extraordinarily tragic and then far removed from, I mean, for you, not so much. Uh, it's but still
1: pretty removed for still me. still
0: fairly removed, but for me, it's, you know, other than having grown up in Orlando uh, and, ha- and knowing a lot of people in that community now... Um, It's just an event that happened, and, like, it's hard to, there's a lot of emotional energy that goes into, like, caring about something like that in a long-term kind of way. And And you can, like, I find it's easier sometimes to, like, that's where, I don't know,
1: (coughs) it's, it's, I mean... I just find it frustrating that it's not, it's, it's like every other kick in the ass you ever get. I mean, I actually got another one relatively recently. I did a, uh, <clears throat> I did a group get together. Apologies for my throat rasp. I'm not entirely sure where that comes from. But um, I got a handful of friends together and we, instead of doing something that we could only do in person, we ended up playing <laughs> Overwatch for uh, about six hours. And don't get me wrong, I like Overwatch a lot. But it was infuriating to have an event co-opted that way, when I have so much direct experience with that kind of thing, uh, yeah, coordinating I mean, it used events to happen all
0: the time. Yeah,
1: and I still, and I was still completely incapable, especially on the heels of uh, having a resolution about attitude, failing to get that attitude to present itself in such a way as to f- either fix the situation or not bother me as much, because I was really bothered by it. Um, and then you, of course, you get into a nice little trade-off, or not a trade-off, you get into a nice little cyclical, I keep wanting to say cyclical cycle, that's a really <laughs> bad, that's a, I, you get into a self-perpetuating cycle, there we go, of feeling bad, and then telling yourself that it's stupid that you feel bad, which makes you feel bad, so it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm. Um, which is one of the problems with being aspirational in the first place is that you, you don't tend to let things go. Right. Um, and then the question comes up, who cares? If everybody else had a good time, and it is entirely on me, is there really anything wrong with that situation? Yeah. And is I it mean... just something that I need to get over? And the answer is tentatively yes. I mean, in at least one form, it has to be yes. Um, because five to one, people had a good time. Um,
0: <laughs> so. It's just it was not what you had envisioned. Yeah, and, and and it was technically something you all could have done on opposite far flung
1: corners of the globe. And we normally do. Yeah, um, but Nick, I mean, there were extenuating circumstances to it. Nick had never played the game and wanted to try it out on his laptop. And there's yeah, there was there's a reason it happened. It's just. I, I'm annoyed at myself for not managing to curb that from taking the whole thing over. And then <clears throat> and then on top of that, I now have this weird thought in my head where if the people that I'm inviting to these parties don't want to do the things that I actually want to do at them. And, sure. And that, <laughs> that falls into its own. Its own terrible trap, but it's a useful one because it's one I haven't thought about hard enough.
0: Yeah, for me with social gatherings, I, I tend to make them as unstructured as they can be and still get people to come to them. Yeah, same here. I'm just like, come to the house.
1: There will be food and booze. Well, I don't promise any of that, but I do. It's I like I mean, feeding people, so it, it works. Well, and I, you know, I bought, I bought everybody pizza. So yeah. it's it still happened. I just didn't. I didn't it wasn't throw an that advertisement. As, yeah, there wasn't a carrot.
0: Yeah, you, it does. It does. When you do that, sometimes it feels like you're, you're trying to get people to. You're
1: bribing people. Spend time with you. I mean, I don't. I have, I got over that impulse a long while ago. That's just, you know, people need some. For me, it's mostly. It feels more like an excuse
0: to invite people over. Cause like, I don't like to just be like, yeah, come over and hang
1: out. Like, oh yeah. That's that's an impulse that it frustrates me that it's so hard to get over that. It's like you need some kind of occasion. Yeah. No matter how
0: insignificant it is.
1: Yeah, and mine is mine is game day. Yeah. Where game is defined as literally anything that could be even remotely construed as a game. Yeah. Right. So. Well, it's interesting. We're coming at this topic from from what
0: I'm realizing now is fairly disparate angles. Like. You've, your your perspective, when I think of the, if I was just to sum up the phrase, who cares, outside of the, you know, blowing it off kind of context that you, we use it in, it's it's like working in a college environment, it's become very obvious that there's a small subset of people and we, we don't use you to say who care, we say who give a shit. like <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, right. Well, whatever. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Like, there's a small subset of people that I've encountered who, it doesn't really seem to matter what they're doing, they try to do it well. Um, and it's not necessarily because they're passionate about it or specifically interested in that thing. It's just like anything worth doing is worth doing right. Yeah, some people have absorbed those mantras. And that, that philosophy is, I mean, it's, it's incorrect sometimes <laughs> like sometimes doing something just doing something is sufficient is sufficient to if you ever wanted to do it again now you know how you would do
1: it or you know you can't know if you're doing it right but oh there's it, it's a mindset thing more than anything else yeah. and the degree to which you take it in one direction or the other i mean i i will completely agree there are there are people who adhere to that and people who do not yeah and there <laughs> there's
0: some people who you can only get to really do a good job if you can you have to they, they they have to care more about the specific subject, topic, or whatever they're doing, they have to have some vested kind of personal interest in it. Or
1: or you know, they have to be compelled in some way to do it. Well I mean like, that's that's I tend to think of myself as being in the camp that tries at least tries to adhere to that truism i'm not Whatever. sure which way we want to go here i yeah, guess we want to go it's been we're walking around the university of florida campus right now and though it is nostalgic my memory of the place is I hazy mean, i i only at this point i only barely
0: walk through this part of campus like i never come out out here yeah. i seldom go to the library but it's so, nice and quiet here yeah it is nice there's we're walking through like the prettier parts of campus honestly
1: like Plaza of the americas yeah no, I knew it wouldn't,
0: if we, if we, we wouldn't want to walk down university because it just gets too. uh... You probably remember that. I do. Yeah, many a chemistry class. Yes. Yeah, this weird, the,
1: ugly sculpture. Oh, yeah, no, this place is loaded with, uh, post-40s sculpture. Yeah. It is every dang where it's the... With a university. I mean, the university's been around technically for over 100 years, but it hasn't really been around for more than 100 years in its current form. You know what's funny? Um, We used to joke about how the architecture building is the ugliest
0: building on campus. Yeah. And it is still. Oh, yeah. My, My perspective on that hasn't changed. However, it is also one of the nicest buildings to be inside of on campus. Excellent. Because it's actually designed with studio space in mind. So, like, all the studios are floor-to-ceiling glass on two walls. No, and cool. they're
1: just gorgeous. It's a really nice building to be in. So they just spend all the budget on the inside and stuff yeah, together the outside. Basically. Yeah. That's the way to do it. If you've got to do it one way or the other.
0: People who care. Yeah. And I was going to... Yeah, like, back to architecture. One of the... one of the, I had, I had focused on the Facebook maybe, like, commitment to future events kind of aspect of the who cares topic. Oh, that's fun. And, um... Well, so much experience with that, both in uh, the fraternity and just in working with other undergrads or extracurricular activities in Concrete Canoe. This was a thing. Um, yeah. people, people seem to be poor when it comes to forecasting both future availability and future interest.
1: <laughs>
0: like, and a lot of people seem like they're more likely to succumb to the social pressure of saying that you might go to something than they are to realistically evaluate
1: whether or not they will go to it. Well, and there's also the... (laughs) There's also the... I'm not sure how much this plays into it, Uh, just making it look like you might go and that, ah, at the last minute something came up and now I can't go, to, to keep some level of decorum to it. Like, I feel like that plays some role in it. And I think Facebook has recognized this um because well, there there are some logistical perks to being an evil organization as you do actually like well, learn they had, things and implement them they have the interested button yeah i was about to say they've added the, they added the
0: interested button about a year ago and that's that made a bunch of it makes maybe feel that much more comfortable it gets it gets used a lot <laughs> and i mean maybe cuz it doesn't reflect it doesn't actually There's no commitment associated with being interested in something. I just
1: just want to know what's going on. Right. uh, But, I mean, maybe if it's used correctly, it might actually be precisely what I'm looking for in a couple cases. Because if people are not even saying they're interested, I should probably stop inviting them. Can you do that for, for like, small-scale events? What do you mean? Like, is there an interested button for, like... Like oh, yeah. a party you make? Oh yeah, no, there was, there was, Josh Hsu has been interested in almost every <laughs> event I ever, I ever throw. I, I expect, I, it threw me for a loop. I saw him at a party I was at not terribly long ago. It's like I was seeing a ghost. Yeah, yeah the elusive. That yeah. The elusive guru, no, I, Josh, I love you, come back to me, but uh, <laughs> I know I've wronged you in some way I don't understand, but I'm here to make up for it, uh, regardless. Um, yeah, no, organizing events, I just did a thing with Nick on throwing parties, but his philosophy on throwing parties is much looser than mine, and he is, he tends to organize holiday stuff, whereas I, like, I I want to do stuff all the time, (laughs) I I, I want to have engagements with people on a semi-regular basis, structured ones, generally (laughs) speaking, um, but that's just, you know, I... I need people in my life, I, but I want them. I I want that to be the addition rather than just the norm, and that's an awkward balance. It's an awkward balance, but it's actually a a better
0: way to live. I hope so. Yeah, because because like if you become too reliant upon the company of others for, you know, maintaining your sanity, so to speak, um, which is certainly something that I have. Like I used to think, and this was this was back in high school when I was just completely retarded at self evaluation <laughs> that I was some kind of a loner and that I wanted to be by myself all the time. That's just complete abject bullshit. Like like I really enjoy spending time with people.
1: Like oh, so do I. It's just <laughs> I not all the time.
0: Yeah, no. See I, I actually like there was a there was a couple weeks of adjustment to the summer when the two roommates that I have that I spend the most time talking to left. Like And it was really just me living with another person without a lot of interaction, and it was kind of a bummer. Like, I like having... I like living with people, I've discovered, because I just like... I mean, I like living with everyone, or people in general, but, like, with the right people, I would prefer to live with other people than I would to live by myself. Like, I lived by myself for two years, and I just remember... Uh, A lot of times when I was like, man, I wish I could spend some time with people, but I don't know who to talk to, to just like, like,
1: you got to be pretty comfortable with someone to just be like, hey, let's just hang out. Well, and moreover, that the kind of hanging out you're talking about is apparently not sated by the internet, because, I mean, a lot of people just chat. Right. Uh, Do you? No, actually, I don't, I don't converse
0: extensively Outside of face to face.
1: Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't
0: unless I absolutely have to. Like like text messages, I use almost exclusively for the conveyance of information. Um, uh, I don't send a lot of Snapchats. I don't have one. I have one, uh, and you know, in the right with the right person in the right circumstances, I'll send more Snapchats. But.
1: Because some people just like to communicate that way, that way and I don't mind. Um, yeah, mine's, mine's entirely instrumental. I I chat that way with people that I met face-to-face that I can't talk to face-to-face all the time. Right. And that's about the extent of it.
0: Yeah, and actually when face-to-face communication becomes something I can't do, uh,
1: I don't communicate with people as much. Like, <laughs> it's kind of bad. Like, You have to fight it. Yeah, or you have to develop the habit. I mean, obviously, having a third person here who actually does this competently might help, but we're gonna sit here and brood in <laughs> how shit internet conversation is. We're gonna solve it ourselves without further, without need from outside experts.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need, we need like a social
1: butterfly in the in the in the trio. No, well, um, no, I mean, butterfly, whatever. I'm perfectly capable of running into people and making their acquaintance. It's just it has to be. F- in person. I can't right. do it any other way. Yeah, no, I've actually just just started to, um, be a little
0: more comfortable. Like, I've been, uh, I have, I've had an okay cupid profile forever. Um, and, like, I've always, I've never, I'm not that interested, like, I don't have that much time, and so I don't really care that much. Wait, what don't you have enough time for? A relationship. Okay. Um, like, a serious one. Uh, but I kind of want one, but I just
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're seeing the problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm getting a PhD. That's kind of par for the course, I've been led to believe, which is, uh, I'm not sure I agree with it 100%, but there's a distinct sliding scale of how much you can get out of your PhD, and it, it has a really fairly massive range and depends entirely upon your willingness to. How much but, you think you're getting out of it? Um, I think a lot. Like, I think I'm in the next year. I'm going to be extraordinarily busy, because that's. Is that what you want? Yeah. Well, I want it to be something I can, um, be proud of when I'm done with it. Like. That's a good attitude. Like legitimately proud of. um because I finished my master's degree, and, you know, yeah, I got a master's degree. Cool. Um, but there were things I was like, man, I wish I'd spent more time with this. Or um, No regrets this time? Yeah, or fewer, you know.
1: <laughs> It'd be nice
0: for it to be, like, an unqualified success.
1: Yeah, those are hard to find. Yeah. Those, especially on large projects. I mean, that's... that's
0: yeah, uh, that's, I mean... I, if it's not a hundred... Like, there's a difference to me between an unqualified success and, like, a complete success. Like, I don't expect everything I try to do to work.
1: But what if it did, man? Yeah,
0: I mean, if... Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't think... <laughs> not what? even worth
1: contemplating? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's a waste of time. Oh, hey. geez. So they, like, not... Oh, we're not as far. We're walking by Griffith Stadium right now. Yeah. Um... I got really confused. I don't think we can go that way.
0: I think we have to go down and then back. Make it down to the old stomping grounds. Yeah. Springs. No, I
1: figured that's where we were going. Yeah. Well, it's a nice walk. We're going to get there Um, one way or another. Yeah. Uh, Is this still the golf course community of campus, or has that been usurped by another organization? Yes. Okay. I think it is still. I mean, it's still athlete dorm. Okay, yeah. Um... Yeah, no, Springs is... Springs is half a mile from the rest of campus to distinguish itself from the Riff
0: It's not the furthest away. It's, it's, a, it's a really weird dorm because it's, like, right at the, the top end of Frat Row, but not really all that influenced by proximity to Frat Row, which, you know, uh, other people might disagree with that, but in my experience, it was pretty quiet. Oh, yeah, no, it was, well, I... With the exception of, like, your... I, I was thinking, I was trying to remember what your freshman roommate... I hadn't thought about that in
1: forever, but your freshman roommate was horrible. I hadn't thought about him either. Yeah. Um, with and, good reason. And
0: but. then I had a sweet mate when I had a single in Springs for about two or three months, but then he just disappeared, and the suite opposite to my single was empty for... The rest of the year. Yes,
1: yeah, I, th- I think I think my first roommate may have soured me on the entire making new friends in college thing, because um, from that point forward, I uh, basically just stuck with people I knew from high school. Right. Um, I spent the first. Well, I think we both. Well, yeah, you you pretty much all the way
0: through, stuck with.
1: I mean, he was like, there was yeah, no, he was not, shitty. No, like,
0: it was it was not no, great. They, he was not good. Like no.
1: Now he bought, uh, he had an interesting strategy. I mean, this wasn't necessarily one of the bad things, but it's indicative of the kind of behavior he was um, okay with. Um, he didn't, as far as I can tell, he never wore the same outfit more than once. What he did was just buy more clothes. And so the closet in the dorm room, by the end of a semester, was just a pile of clothing about five feet tall. And then he would disappear, and I would never see it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened to any of those clothes, or where he got them, for that matter. But, um, no, that was a... Uh, it was a, Not a great experience. No, but. I didn't... I mean,
0: I think I... I'm not great at making new friends, and so I ended up just... Or I wasn't. I'm better now than I used to be, but... I'm still not, like... Talking to strangers in random places and just having a good old time, like... I oh, just have it at their expense yeah I mean that that's a way to interact with people but yeah. not a great way to make friends necessarily no, yeah, yeah. depending on how
1: how perceptive they are of what exactly you're doing and it weeds out the ones you don't want to know anyway <laughs> they either yeah, have um, the self-respect or they don't yeah I didn't I didn't branch out of the high school group until I started getting involved in canoe just so we're clear that's not my actual position on on meeting people and interacting <laughs> with them if it was uh, if if that was the way that I went about that um my my relationship with the fur community would be substantially um less amiable than it is um there are plenty there are a hell, there are a hell of a lot of meek forces in the world that essentially just need some form of recognition in order for them to become fully fledged uh, friends And they don't tend to get it very often, Mm -hmm. Um, just by the reinforcing loop of being a bunch of meek people. I almost, this is the gym I always think of, passing by the, uh, what is it? ROTC. Yes, the ROTC building. And they've got like a jungle gym of sorts. And it's the one that I always envision when I think about making a gym in my backyard. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's just basically, Pull-up bars, yeah, exactly. and and a couple of parallel bars. Oh, I know. I want a cooler one than that, but it's. I mean, you can do a lot. With, oh yeah, with those things, there are many activities. Parallel bars are handy. Like, no. Can you rig stuff up on. Them? Oh, you can do dips. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought you were like, talking like, outside of exercise. Like I love body weight
0: exercises, but there are certain ones that are a lot harder to do. Like dips are great, but difficult. Without a stand or a pair of bars, yeah. Apparently a two-chair method, but I've never <laughs> met a pair of chairs where I felt like that would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, no,
1: that feels so unsafe. Yeah. Just across the board, I don't want to. <laughs> and if you fall while doing a dip, you're you can't catch yourself. Like you're no, not in a position. Your arms fail. <laughs> it's it's just a dangerous position. Yeah. But I want to. I wanna broaden those horizons, so at some point. Oh man, okay, there we go. Now we got full nostalgia. We're on the Yeah, you remember this walk? We're on the home stretch right now. I used to make this walk all the time.
0: Yep. When I was feeling not lazy. Cause I would take the
1: bus a lot. (laughs) I took a bike. I got yelled at for riding on the wrong side 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 of the road. Oh. No, no, no. I never got yelled at for riding on the wrong side of the road. I just got a ticket for it. Yeah, it's one of the it's, few places where it's that still happens. the only moving violation I have in a vehicle. No. Oh, was wow. on a bicycle. Um I don't remember the exact amount, but it was over a hundred dollars. I um, got caught in a pedestrian safety sting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds bad. It's. uh it
0: sounds like here. Yeah, no, it was it wasn't on campus. Really? Yeah. It was uh I was basically turning right from a small road into a Divided three lane on each side road and uh, there was a woman crossing and she just passed the median But it was a three-lane road, so there was a lot of space between me and her And I turned right at a red. It stopped and then I went and then I got Saw this lady cop on the corner just point at me (laughs) And then a motorcycle cop pulled out right behind me and I was like, oh, well And uh, he's like, you remember, you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like uh, I'm mean, gonna guess it has something to do with the lady who was crossing the street, and
1: he was like, "Yep." Yeah. And, and no, I'm, you should have said you'd, it had something to do with the lady who was pretending to cross the street. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was almost certainly a a plant. I'm I'm so not a fan. Of, yeah, yeah. Of that type of police work, it is.
0: Well, st- it, and I, I at the time I wasn't even sure. Like I had plenty of space. I knew I wasn't gonna hit her, um, but that's not good. I enough. didn't even I didn't even cut it close. The officer was actually really sympathetic because I was like, yeah, completely bad. owning it. And he's like, he's like, what are you? You're in gr-? I'm like, I'm in grad school. He's like, oh, that makes sense because we've been running a lot of public awareness stuff that we were gonna crack down on pedestrian safety. But if you're in grad school, it might make sense that you might not have seen all that. he still wrote me a ticket (laughs) he's like he's like sympathetic what a nice guy didn't change anything
1: um but yeah uh what about the real crimes Ben who cares about the real crimes the cast of The Wire does Dave yep have you seen The Wire I have oh good I've seen The Wire in its entirety
0: it is a good show yep no, we've kind of gotten off topic a bit.
1: Oh, it happens, all right. Yeah. This is walking down a very nostalgic road. Yeah. There's a lot of sports around me that I haven't ever actually watched, whether it was here or not. But they could have been happening. Yeah, I mean, like, we're pretty good at Dragon and field. We've
0: we got a lot of, I was thinking we actually go, go left here.
1: Oh, oh we're, we're not going to make it all the way down there? Oh, we could. I guess we can. May as well hook around before we do it hook around this, this uh this podcast needs a uh, needs a gopro i almost brought it i always regret not bringing that it's thing too, it's really too bad you can't there's
0: really no good way to do a time-lapse first person video yeah it's nauseating yeah it's not it's not great huh. yeah it's pretty warm <laughs> <laughs> you go to the go to the vending machines get a Mountain Dew, yeah. for old times I, sake. I can't do that actually, because I don't have any money on me. No. Well, they take cards now. Oh, fucking A. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad news.
1: Yeah, I guess that's happening. That did not end up happening. The vending machine was broken because it turns out some things really do, in fact, never change.
0: Oh, but there's not really anything to do at the house other than drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got that pork Pork butt, getting going, solid. And I, you know, once people show up, I can like talk to them.
1: Yep. But why do you want to talk to those people, Ben? I like them. What's the long term? That's, that's the. That's, <laughs> there's, there's some great studies out that have to do with uh, that have to do with putting an in effort into things that are supposed to be ends in themselves, like there's all of this backlash to all the research that showing that like, talking to your kids and spending quality time with them has no impact on like, grades or, their, um, or whether they'll use drugs. And it's just, so the, mi- the mindset is, the mindset of the parents from the seams of it is, uh, you mean I spent all that time reading to my kids and playing ball with them And going to their games and seeing them do all that stuff for nothing. (laughs) And, I mean, obviously they didn't enjoy it. Apparently. Yeah. No, it's... (sighs) Which ultimately that ends up being the answer to the question probably is, and it, it fits into the scheme of not suffering as well, is that if what you are doing is not intrinsically... Enjoyable, even among things that you would normally have to frame in such a way as to make them enjoyable, um, you're probably not doing the right thing anyway, All right? Yeah. That's generally a sign that you have lost your way in some sense. I mean, there will be stuff that you have to do that you don't want to do, but for it to be making you genuinely miserable suggests that you you either do not have an understanding of what it's going to take to be who you want to be, or um, that you're not actually moving toward who you probably ought to be. (laughs) That's ended that sentence terribly. Um, (laughs) But you get the idea. No, it's... With the sun at your back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like it was going to be nice for a minute. Yeah.
1: Well, it was. There was cloud cover, there was everything. Yeah, there was a little breeze. That's just been completely replaced by stagnant heat waves.
0: Yeah, there's not a breath of wind that you can feel. I mean, things are moving like there is, but...
1: I always think of Independence Day like New Year's, like it starts at midnight or something. But that's not technically the case. I mean, if that
0: was the case, it would have been last night. Yeah. At midnight, right? Yeah, probably. Is there a time associated with the signing of the Declaration of Independence? Probably not. I don't know, a bunch of people, they had to, like, send it
1: out to get signatures from people who, like, weren't there. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all BS anyway. It's not like the British Independence Day, which will be, which will live in, <laughs> live in infamy. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, how do you feel about Brexit? I have no idea. That's why I don't want to do a podcast on it. It's okay. way too topical. Yeah, on a, on it's, a, it's it's extremely layered too. On a, on a matter of foreign policy that is simply not—it's like we don't even know. We don't even know if they're actually going to leave. Right. It may just be. It may just be a like referendum. only in name. So it's just I I find it hard to talk about it other than as just a bizarre phenomenon that what is it, it, seventeen million people voted. To destroy two trillion dollars in market capitalization, <laughs> and nobody thought that was going to happen, nobody which is why really, it happened. Nobody
0: really knew what they were doing either. It was,
1: it was impressive. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what actually happens. No, it it's it was a perfect example of conscientious objection meeting real legal ramifications. Um, but we don't. You know, I I don't know what to talk about within it that's not just so so far down the political hole that I don't want to go down. That I'm not that far gone. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be that podcast just yet. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other those yeah, podcasts of other people talking about this. Yeah, I'd like to hold off because I could say a bunch of shit, but. And it would be as uninformed as everybody else's opinion on it um, since, right. I mean, what, Bank of America lost 7% the day Brexit happened, which implies that um, just nobody, nobody has any idea what's happening. There's no, that's, that's a surefire sign that, we, that no, no one is an expert at the moment. So, you know, that makes it, although I don't know, maybe that's the angle to play but I already know people that play that angle. The, the angle that we don't actually know anything. So that's its own that's its own already plundered can of worms. Yeah. Kettle ballparks, as uh, Danny O'Dwyer would say. We could talk about people who just obviously
0: don't care. I know. Some of the things that, like, happen
1: Those as a result. Those
0: motherfuckers. Like, I've seen Are they happy? Sh- I've seen some shit, man. Are they
1: happy? Are all those people playing golf happy? I think people enjoy golf, Dave. I don't. I, don't, I think I some mean, people sure. actually do. I mean, sure. Like, yes. It is possible to enjoy. Some people just enjoy competitive sports, yes. I mean, you can enjoy most anything at some point. But I just, the people who went from being the leaders of companies and the axemen and the every. just And then they retire. And they golf, and they hunt, and they travel around the world and look at foreign shit. And I'm slightly curious. If they enjoy it or not? Yeah. Probably. I mean, I guess they would have
0: to. I mean, at that point, you're just sort of freely spending your money. If
1: you were going to spend it on something you didn't enjoy, why would you do that? Because I, I mean, these- you're bad at spending money. Like, most people are bad at spending money. Most yeah. people are not good at it. This is why consumerism tends to be viewed as a problem in the first place, is that people's decision-making skills when it comes to spending their money are uh, insane. And I'm not, I'm not discounting myself in this. I finally actually pulled the trigger on that pair of uh, debut F5s to replace my my FS32s which for those of you who are not in this loop congratulations but those yeah, are both um, I don't, I don't four standing know. speakers oh yeah um, they aren't the most money I could have spent on them but there's still more money than I should have spent on them probably given that I'm not actually going to use them for anything aside from watching movies probably because this this is always the the worst the worst justification you can ever have for buying something is that it is going to replace something you already can do, and as a result of its quality, increase the amount of time you will spend doing it. Yeah, it's Um, usually wrong. It's just completely misguided. And I just, I love, I love thinking through all of the stupid little fantasies about what I will do with a new device that are just clear, just based on no historical evidence whatsoever. You know what i To believe found? that those things will come true. That I think is a really good dynamic, or, or it's not a good dynamic, but
0: it's like a good, like... Like, so we have those stupid Martin Logan monoliths yeah. in my house because they belong to a friend of mine who is not, who lived in the house prior to me living there. You got and to hang I, on to them? He hasn't yet decided to take them back because oh, they're okay. giants and a pain in the ass to move. And I don't think he cares that much because, um... He's got that architecture money. Oh, he's actually a civil engineer. Oh, okay. He's got the civil engineer money. Yeah, it's better than the architecture money as a rule. <laughs> um, but, um, like, I'm aware of two facts. One is that he will take them back eventually. And the other is that it is unlikely that I will ever make enough money to afford speakers that nice. Like, oh, that's not true. I don't know.
1: I mean, there's... They're those the... I mean maybe not that exact model but you can buy the speakers that are like that for five thousand dollars right that's a lot of money it's though. a lot of money but you you so... won't be making that much money someday as long as you don't do something really uh, sure. stupid sure but is that a responsible thing exactly. to use your money Will it ever for? be something I can
0: responsibly <laughs> afford no but <laughs> but it's not out of the question unless you have money to like throw away. But, yeah, no, I mean, I probably will end up getting something that nice, if we want to be completely honest about it. But it'll be a while before I can. Sure. So I use them a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Because they sound so good. Like, and I know I'm not going to have them forever. Yeah. Like, that's a good... Like, if you could sign up to be given something really nice that would be taken away eventually. I mean... As a service.
1: As leasing. (laughs) Well, you're not given it. You pay for it the whole time. I mean, sure, but... No, that's, that's just variety at some point, isn't it? I mean, you, but you have to, in this particular scenario, you're given something really nice. Um, and I guess you're kind of hoping that you will just stop wanting it when it's gone. <laughs> because if you wanted to keep listening to music no. at superficial fidelity levels. Well, no,
0: the thing is, it'll be noticeably worse, whatever I have after the fact.
1: Yeah, well, we've, and we've you know that's the that's the, the misery of all audiophile endeavors. It's, yeah, it's like you can you
0: can you get you quickly you can kind of perceive and quickly
1: get used to an increase in quality, but you can always tell when you go backwards. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's a scourge, and that I mean that ties directly into the idea of caring. Is what what exactly about that extra fidelity is doing you any good? It's the reason. It's the reason I, I've been thinking about buying these new floor standers for a long, long time. Because even though the Pioneer set that I have was basically a revolution at its price point, I mean, those speakers those speakers are like 200 bucks for a set of really pretty good sounding floor standers. Um, but they are a little crowded, and they are a little mushy, and they've got like... This creeps in on the yeah, edge. Yeah, sure, you got this these sort of yeah. intangible negative qualities. Yeah, exactly. And you just basically hope that the next set of things is going to fix all of them. And it won't, because it's even if it does fix them, it will bring its own problems. This is what I've this is so, but, so why am I doing any of it? Like what is what is the purpose of spending any more money on them? Especially given that I don't listen on those speakers all that often. Um, and I'm not entirely sure. I just basically, every once in a while, hearing something at an exceptionally great level of fidelity is very cool.
0: Yeah, You, no, you run mean, into
1: a song that benefits from it. Yeah. And that's why well, you, you hear things that weren't there before. Yeah. And, like,
0: my, the speakers, the setup in our house, like... With a good quality recording, it sounds like if
1: it's actually if you're listening to like a solo guitarist, it sounds like they're in the room. Like, yeah. Well, and that's always the that's that's always kind of the metric, but, but the, louder. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I, I mean I get that feeling from my headphones. I don't even need speakers for that most of the time. It's it's one of those it, it's a shitty form of subjectivity because you can't you can hear all that stuff. It's all there. It just might be a little crunchier, right? In the version of those speakers that costs only a thousand dollars, as right. opposed to five thousand. That's also the worst. Trying to look at reviews of audio equipment oh, God. and people talking about the SVS primes, those it's like thousand bucks a set as like great entry-level speakers. Like- yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, people. People. When the community gets too highfalutin, I guess. There's too much money in the community. Their entry-level recommendations become... Like, there's just, like, a certain price point below which they're not willing to consider anything. Sure.
1: I mean, and I guess if you listen on your... It's, like, my laptop. I mean, I... You could go so much higher, you know? Yeah. I have have my MacBook, and I could have spent less on it, but, I mean, it, it was... It was a reasonable purchase, and I know I keep talking about this on the cast specifically because it's still a thing that I race back and forth with in my head. I spent 1500 bucks on a laptop, and I'm used to spending 500 bucks on laptops mm-hmm. that aren't for gaming purposes, um, but I use that laptop six or seven hours a day. It's like, it's like scoffing at office chairs. I mean, granted, I don't have to worry about an office chair because I stand at work, but Spending $900 on a chair that you sit in for eight hours a day, five days a week, that's really not that unreasonable.
0: No, you, no, no, no. You it can isn't. justify that rapidly. Well, what's the what's the mantra? It's, um, you should always spend the most money on things that come between you and the ground. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Like, so mattresses, tires, shoes. Shoes. Chairs. Because it's, it's true, like... We have this fundamental relationship with the ground that comes with being, <laughs> uh, you know, gravity-bound
1: to this planet. Yeah. Well, and, and, <laughs> and anything you put between you and the ground is going to be under the effects of more wear than almost anything yes, else you Yes, it's own. about the harshest use case you run into yeah. in your day-to-day. Abrupt ending!